subscribe to my A-Class content right now. Yeah, and support the movement. Yeah, there's different packages and we're giving away special, special audios only to people that support the project, support Rare Talks. Yeah, so we can keep the Spotify up and running. You're done now. Bow. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back, Rare Talks. You already know where it is. Like, comment, and subscribe. If you haven't, please go over to the Spotify and check us out on the Spotify. Um, today, I'm joined by a special guest. Um, Honoured to have him on my podcast, if I'm honest. Um, very wise brother um, and very proactive person in the community. Maybe a lot of you lot don't know him and to the people that do know him, Introduce yourself, my brother. Dino Kai Senior. Come on. So, um, I came across you because um, I saw you once speaking at Speaker's Corner a few years back um, on the progression of black people and stuff like that. And I thought, wow, this brother's talking sense. Out of all of the... Because sometimes when a lot of people are talking, for me personally, I pick out the nonsense. I pick sense out of nonsense. Mm -hmm. Someone would be talking be like, oh, he's not... But then I'd listen to everything everyone's saying and then I'd get something and I'd be like, okay, I like what he said. He said the most progressive thing to us, solution-based. Because I believe you have two types of people in this world. You have people that are Mm problem-focused and people that are solution-focused. So some people, they'll talk about problems all day. Yeah, we were slaves, we were this, we were that, we were All problems. Okay, what do we do now? What's next? Well, we need to do... And they, they, they come with such a solution that you think... Why it's not a solution, even? necessarily. It's a reaction. Thank you. So I, I like when I hear people say solution-focused things like, this is what I'm doing and this is what we should do. And it makes sense. I'm like, yeah, I, I like what you're saying. Even if I don't agree with everything you're saying, I can still see there's some good that we can take from it as a model and, um, and go from there. Um, so just tell a little bit about you, about what yeah. you do. So the first thing I'll pick up on something very important you said. You said you don't agree with everything. No man... Mm. who is a critical thinker, mm. agrees 100% with another man. So you see the basis I start from my solutions. Anytime I'm brought in a room to engineer a solution as a reverse engineer to work backwards, mm. knowing what I've either done in my life or somebody I know has done in their life, mm. is I look for the commonality. So the first thing, when the young lady was attacked in the school in Kent, mm. 100% of our people were behind some proactive activity happening Although they may not know what that activity looks like, 
And anyone who wasn't, who looks like us, isn't for us and has their own demons and a certain level of self-hate. I won't go into what that neurosis is. In any case, always look in any solution to bring a collective of people together and especially like us. We are collectively inadequate. So if you think this man may be adequate because he's bought his yard, he's got his car, he's got this, but then when you look at the other psychological problems in his life, you say, none of us are wholly 360 in our lives exactly where we desire to be. Then when you look at us as a cross-section, we are wholly inadequate economically, mm. institutionally, because we don't have any institutions that represent our interests. Um in terms of community governance, because we drop things like partners yeah. in favour of bank loans, in terms of our own family cohesion, because our grandmothers used to keep the yard and everybody would come to that yard as a central locality for the family. Anybody's having a problem, you've got a box room to sleep in. We've dropped all these values where we found ourselves now, honestly, looking in the mirror, is collectively inadequate. What do we have in common where we universally agree where it's a starting point? Where I start is rights of passage for young men and rights of passage for young women. Because where you are Yiddish, it would be a bar mitzvah and that would be a mitzvah for your whole family. So knowing that, if you put your child in rights of passage, it's going to give them a high cultural self-esteem. They're going to see people from the community who are doing which means exposure leads to expansion. And if we said that was a minimum entry point, Manhood Academy, MAG, West Side Leaders Academy, Origin HQ, they're up in Birmingham, Manchester, Leeds, Wolverhampton, they're all around the country. What's, what's rites of passage? What, what is rites of passage? Rites of passage is how a young man or young woman mm. finds out how to be a productive member of society. So we can't say that we have any traditional pathway that can lead a young man into being a, a good husband That's in right. 2023. That we say, here you go, you put that man in that pathway and he's going to be a provider, a protector, a nurturer and a lover. And he's going to be all of the above. He's going to have the wallet, the sword, the inclination to go out and be industrious. We don't have those pathways that are funded now, we do have these pathways and they're common secrets. You could have somebody living 100 yards around the corner from one of these organisations where their child has gone off the rails and not have a tube of glue that is there. And that's a problem. Facts. So, rites of passage, is, is that something that you started? No way. Rites of passage is what we had in Africa to become men. Mm. So, look, if you're a boy mm. and you want a place in the village, how do we know? You're untested. Facts. An untested man is not a man you can rely on. Facts. So if a man is untested and you don't have any system that has structure, mm. how can you rely on that man when someone else might invade your village? Mm. It don't make no sense. Now you've got to know that man can hunt, mm. kill, capture, bring back the spoils of war, and feed the family. Now if he ain't tested, how do you do that? So these are historic values that we've let go of. Because in the West, you just got to go to Iceland and kill your food or waitress. It's different. But are we encouraging in a structural system that is going to enable a man to have that as part of his DNA makeup? 
Or did his father cut? Did he watch his mum struggling, complaining? Was he hearing in school that black men aren't this? Was he hearing from his white female teacher that I don't believe you can fulfil that ambition? You understand? So we're countering all of that without anything structurally to actually counter it. That's a lot. That is a lot. So actually thinking about it now and deepening it, um, there isn't nothing to teach young black men or young men in general anything. But there is. But they're common secrets. Because I named four or five of them. Mm. <laughs> but they're common secrets. Mm. See, if, if you said rights of pat, 100, my personal belief, mm. and I will say understanding, because it goes beyond the belief. The belief, look, you can believe that's fruit juice, I'm aware there's Ray and Nephew in it. That's awareness. It's different from belief. At 48, I don't believe anything. I either know or I don't know. You hand me that drink. I'm not drinking it because I don't know. Because I put the Ray and Nephew in there. I'm aware. I'm going to drink it because I know I have clarity. So we may not be aware what rites of passage is, but we need to be aware because I believe that any productive parent would want it 100% for their, for their child. 100%. Unless you wanted your child to be confused and doing an impersonation of an Englishman and uncomfortable when they went in certain rooms, mm. I believe you would want it universally. Facts. But do you think that, um, even just saying that, yeah, do you think that, because for me, um, I feel like we've done a lot in our communities, but it's not pushed to the forefront. Do you think that us as black people having businesses is the way that we economically... Because the argument that I hear a lot of times, and I agree with this more than anything, is that in our communities, we're not letting the wealth spread inside of our communities. So, all right, we hear that you have a business, yeah? Say, for instance, whatever business it is, yeah? You have a suit shop. Just for argument's sake, yeah? I want to come to your suit shop and support you over anyone else's suit shop mm -hmm. for the number <coughs> one reason that the money's going back into our community. Even if it goes to you and you spend it on whatever, it's still going back into our community. Somebody like you is successful. So when my children grow up, they see another man like you that's successful. But I believe that what we're doing is we'll give to everyone else and watch them become rich mm -hmm. and then look down on us and then complain that we're poor. But there's a reason for that. And... That psychological neurosis is, I call it confused admiration. Okay. Some men will call it jealousy, but that's a feminine trait. So when men do it, I call it confused admiration. <laughs> if I can't be the thing, I don't want you to be the thing. You understand? Mm. So I only move with lions of a particular ilk. Because when we see weapons, we are drawn to weapons. I'm drawn to young men that are missiles because I know I've got the GPS to give them the direction to be impactful. You understand? Mm. So I've never had confused admiration. I don't respect it. I don't have any time for it. I will never move with a man who demonstrates that. But it's one of the things that we do. So people came to my shop for exactly that reason. Mm. So then what did I feel? I felt obligated to be more than a corner shop owner and therefore, based on my intellectual capital and experience, knowing what I was capable of, to go out and advocate for my people, to sit down and write policy, to design solutions based on my life's experience and those of my brotherhood who were around me. So you don't know what you're actually giving birth to when you're funding something like that. So now I'm going to say something else. Because I've known a lot of Bundown Babylon people having been in Panther UK at 18 years old. 
you ain't committing no revolution broke facts I've people been, I, i've been saying this and i i hate when people say let's go out and march let's go out and do this i'm like let's go and get the bag let's the go bag. And, let's go invest our money into something and try and help us all create. If I become successful and I'm in the community, and then you say, look, man, I need 800 pounds to buy this room or to get this, I'm like, all right, I'm going to give it to you, bro, but can you give me the money back by the end of the month? How much do you think your turnover is going to be? You sure? You got this? You Forget got this even the giving it back part. So now let's say that the people come to me mm-hmm. and my business is making money. So what am I now? I am my own bank. And do you know why I tell you that? Because when I had a shop for 11 years, I was my own bank. So I sponsored people. So you would see a man in a suit, you would never know that I just dropped the bits on them. Straight. Because if I see you out there representing us, and I don't think that visually it's exactly what it's supposed to be, knowing that we are proud, not the man who's going to come and hand out pizzas and take pictures of myself. I don't need to film you coming into my space. I just give you the bags and go do your thing because you're doing it for us. Now, I want to do the actual thing. Number one, I don't have the capacity. Number two, I can't be in 15 places at once. So now, how do we prove that we're actually allies on the brotherhood? We put our hand in our pocket. That's the only way. And we It's not the only way. But I'm saying that's the only way that we'll actually feel as black men that we actually love and respect each other because, bro, talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. I, I've sat down with many people and they've just spoke a good, a whole good words to me. I've said, all right, cool. How much are you willing to invest? And I see man start, you finish your thing. You finish your thing. You finish but your you thing. see, the pr- herein lies the problem. If you're not your own bank, because mm-hmm. you see one thing about me, people say, oh, you know the word? No, I speak very specifically. If you don't have capacity it's intellectual masturbation. If you have capacity, mm. it's because you are capable. So if I'm if all day I'm selling mm. and I can open up my tool and there's cash, I am now my own bank. That gives me a particular amount of capacity to provide solutions to ease that person's entry point into the market. You understand? So somebody has got a particular style of messaging, could have been you. And you say, yeah, I want to do this thing. And I say, all right, first of all, hold eight suits. Then I'm going to meet with you once a week. And we're just going to reason. Because I want you to understand how to tell someone to join the foreign office without telling them to F off. Is it bear with me. And they didn't even know bear with me means, oh, oh. they wouldn't have a clue. I'm going to give you all the toys. I'm going to give you the accoutrements of success. Because first thing is, we're very visual. Show me, don't tell me. I can look at you and see you're not starving. First of all, show me. And then you got me in the room. It's like a thumbnail. Why would I click on it if the thumbnail is not attractive? You understand? So then after we've got past that point, you say, yeah, you know what the room is. And I say, you know what? You've been doing your thing and I've got every faith in it. Not alone. It's an investment. And as a man who has invested in people, I tell you the best investment you can make, you will make some mistakes along the way because I've invested in some biscuit bodyguards who turned out to be tramps and I would use no other word. I've, I've lit up some tramps who have confused admiration. I don't have that trait. So let me move past that. But the best investment you can make is in people. So how do we do that as a community? Say, for instance, I'm asking you now practically... Because I know that you you run a course 
Mm-hmm. What is that? What is that course about, and, and how does it help? Because I've, I've, I was, I went on to that course and watched it. You know me, I'm one of the people. I'll read your whole course from top to bottom, and the way it was put together was um, very articulate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think even some people would even know how powerful that course was actually. When I read that course, you blew me away. I was like, bro, this guy, what you're trying, what you're doing, not even trying, what you're mm-hmm. doing is incredible, but I don't feel like it's getting pushed to the front. And these are the things that I feel like, and I'm not even just saying this from my own back, I'm saying things like this need to be pushed out there mm-hmm. for the youth because I believe that if you have a system like this in every area, in every area, bro, we can we could do some big change in, inside of our communities. Maybe not everybody, but mm-hmm. I guarantee at least five or six people we could actually with that same model that you got, that same model. It's modular but, and scale. You know, let me not even speak too much. You speak on it, because I don't want to say you speak on it, because you probably explain it better to me. So so here's my first thinking. Everything that I do today, from the position of being 48, is what I wanted for whatever age I provided. So let's say it's eleven, let's say it's eight to eleven, twelve to sixteen. 17 to 21 is specifically for what I would have required at those stages to be who I am today. Now, the difference is I've gone through every, every single position that I've arrived at has been by making mistakes. Nothing I've done has been smooth. Nothing I've done has been easy. Nothing I did was the right way. Every single thing I did wrong and I was a late learner, but I was a fast learner. And I retained the, the knowledge from the lesson. So when I create things, getting involved in petty criminality, still caring about what people think of you, 17, 18 to 20, um, finding yourself a victim to women. As I say, you see red pills now and the trauma bonding around the table like they're drinking red wine, watching Friends on a Friday night (laughs) and the name Sharon. (laughs) All of us have been damaged. Mm. I have a mother of my son. Mm. I've been hurt. Now, it's like being scared, isn't it? Someone's popped out from a corner and said, boo, are you going to walk around like that for the whole day? Shook because you jumped at the moment. I said, how long you want me to be scared? So then, like elastic, respond and recover, isn't it? Wisdom comes from pain. Experience that's valuable comes from pain, your elastic band. How far does your elastic band stretch without snapping? I know my elastic band, and I know the point it will go to before it breaks. And then I just bring it right back. Do you know what that's called? You have, imagine a balloon, yeah? That is just taking on pressure. You're blowing it. It gets bigger, right? You're blowing it. It gets bigger. At some point, it's going to pop, right? You got to know the point just to let the air out. Everyone have a drink. Drink responsibly. No way I do. I have a blowout with my brothers. Lions of a particular ilk. I can be naked with my brothers because they're not carrying it anywhere. You understand? When young men understand that, because you can make it in very simple articulation, which is visual, because anything you say has to be a photograph in the mind. It has to be seen as a picture, because then it can be adopted. You understand? So if I said to you right now, you can't make no photograph out of that, right? Now, if I said to you, the bricks behind you bring out a traditional picture in the room and I see what you were going for, you can already make a photograph out of it to adopt and imagine and work on. 
So everything has to be a visual language for young men to be able to adopt. Because talking for the sake of talking, you're not communicating. You're not know communication is. It's making a breakthrough. Okay. Now, if you want to communicate, I come in here, I'm selling to you, yeah? You're a Muslim. Yeah. But we locked in this room and you're not going to make it. And I say, King, you need to drink this. Are you gonna, I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm a Muslim. Um, blah, blah. I say, King, look at me. Allah wants you to live for your seed. And let's say we're in the dark in this room. Mm. How do you know that you're 180 meters into a 200 meter race? We might only be in here for another day and a half and that might sustain life. Or your things could shut down. Mm. I said, I've had my share. I'm deferring my gratification. That's yours. It's got alcohol in it. Mm. The greater consciousness wants you to rekindle your relationship with your seed and be alive. I've now made a breakthrough, right? Because I spoke about the most valuable thing to you. So when I look at a youth man, I say, what's the most valuable thing to this youth? So you guys talk about informing, you talk about this, you talk about that, you talk about that. i got to understand mm. your values before I can communicate to you. Because talking is a waste of time. Mm. That's for my own hubris, for my ego. Mm. I'm 48 years old, I've accomplished everything, mm. I don't have no sexual fantasies. Mm. Who am I impressing? 15, 17 year olds. Am I going to talk about petty crime or, or bursting somebody or some nonsense? That doesn't impress anybody. What did you accomplish against the odds that you wanted to accomplish, that everybody told you you couldn't, but you had a knowing. That's where the creator lives. Your connection through your silver thread to your soul that knows, how do I communicate this into a course? Ah, I've got to ghost from everybody for a year and a half. That's all right. I'm young enough to recover, right? I'll say sorry. I'm not about me. I'm just creating the curriculum. And we'll go and deliver it with some young men to test it. Mm. Oh, wow, they love it. Fantastic. Well, now we've done Godzuki's program. Let's do Godzilla's program, 18 to 30. We want the missiles to give them the, GPR, the GPS, global positioning system. So when your missile lick that path, it's impactful. Mm. We take 10 weapons at a time, teach you to be a board of directors who work in sweat equity. So if you've got a million pounds worth of intellectual capital, you don't need a million pounds worth of investment straight away because you're able to create a proposition that is worth a million. Or identify it, bring that person in, and you 10 represent them. Because you see, we need to understand pure business now. This man has invented a battery that can run a house, yeah? You don't need to buy that from him. You license the project. You're a chief financial officer. You're a CEO, the visionary leader. You're a chief operations officer. You're a marketing director. So now you've got a board of 10. And then if you will pay £250, not at the beginning of the course, when you graduate at the end, well, now I take two grand of that and put it back in, and that's the corporation. The entity owns half. You own 5% each, and now we're going to build that into a million-pound proposition. Wow. That's a solution. Because now if you are all enabling each other to become millionaires, millionaires create businesses that create jobs. Jobs 
pay rent, jobs buy food, jobs create travel. So now, if my youth is still looking for a job in two decades and he can't come to anyone that I've enabled to go out and create that model, what am I really doing with the knowledge and my highfalutin words? Nothing. So it's not about waffling and sounding nice. It's about taking what you know based on your experience in the real world, social proof, and making it modular and scalable. So you spoke about every area. So here are the eight core areas that I want to deliver these things. Croydon, Lewisham, Lambeth, Southwark, Hackney, Haringey, Enfield, Brent. Why? Because they are the main African and African Caribbean boroughs in Londinium, right? Mm. That's where you start. So now, this year I want to train 100 young men like that in person and 1,000 vicariously through social media, probably using Patreon as a tool. So I'm shooting video materials now with that whole curriculum because repetition leads to adoption, right? And you watch it a million times, you got it. You got the language, you've got all of the units. Business acumen, banking acumen. I have a banking expert right now. He worked in unregulated banking for 16 years. He did his banking degree last year. He's doing his PhD this year. Do you know what his thesis was on? Full economic inclusion for African-Caribbean people. Now he's doing his doctorate in that. So there are weapons of a similar ilk, you understand? Mm. Now, when we combine all of this intellectual experience and give it to young men, what are they going to do? Because you see, if you worked at Merrill Lynch, do you know what they do? They don't forget your degree. You got a degree, that's great. Now, we're going to train you to purpose. So your weapon is just hunting a pan up. Now they're trained to purpose, to work civically and socially for our community with an industrious, an industrious mind. That's a weapon. But no public institution is going to give me money for that, which means I have to be my own bank, right? That's the clarity that I have. So you thinking that um, we need to create our own banks and our own economical systems because that's the way... Nothing's stopping us. So licenses are the precursor that they stop us. So then my same banking brother I went to, King, I've got Revolut. Revolut's not a bank. It's called e-money. Investigate that, please, because that's the one we need. Uh, we can do that. All we need to do is capitalise it. Cool. That's what we got to know. Do you know how Lloyd's bank started? No. The men, Yiddish men, who insured slave ships, because we had no part in their holocaust. They had a part in our holocaust. But we're not going to call them out for that because that's the past and they're dead and gone. However, Lloyds Bank is here today with proceeds earned from slavery. So through repertory movements, we do seek to get some repertory justice. In any case, that's a sidebar. So they used to meet in coffee shops. And when they met in coffee shops, they put the plan together to create the insurance. And from that insurance... They insured everything because you get more in than you pay out, including the slave ships. Oh. Powers. Ingenious, ingenious, genius. I, I, I've just deeped what you just said. Mm. So now when you just take what has historically been done, because we've got to draw our lessons from every culture, oh, right? 100%. And apply those lessons and then regurgitate it in our own culturally competent language so that it's appealing to our people. Mm -hmm. 
Simple things. Because you know what everybody else does. Mm. Nike, um, more Yiddish CEOs, make a commercial that is culturally attractive to our people. So then we go and buy Jordan's like Ras. You buy three, four pairs a year, a couple hundred pound. Now you might spend 900 pound in the course of that year on trainers that might have cost 60 quid wholesale to manufacture. You understand? That's a huge markup. But you see brand. A brand isn't about paying for the value of what you've got. It's about paying for the feeling that it gives you when you've got it. So they understand that. But do we understand it? Because when we market, we're not necessarily marketing in the way that people are used to consuming. Which is why you say, well, why don't our businesses have such success? Oh, it's black. Uh, Nobody buying on that basis. We will say, yeah, Hercules, Hercules. Nobody ain't doing it. Market to people how they're used to consuming, where they're used to consuming, in the way that they like to purchase. Just put a gift bowl on it. Make it easy. You understand? That way, you have what I call an irresistible proposition. Can't deny me. Why would you want to? You need me. (laughs) (laughs) It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. So, do you think... All right, so... Me, I, I would say to like everybody, because um, everybody thinks being an entrepreneur is for everybody, yeah. And I, I think that being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. And yeah. I, I say because what it comes with is more headache than actual success. One hundred and ten percent. But what I've seen on the internet is that they paint this like picture: oh, you're going to get all this money, you're going to get all this, you're going to get all that. And um, that's the fake side of it. The real side is that every entrepreneur has had to suffer for a, a limited suffer. amount. I'm talking about suffer for a little suffer. and his family suffered at the, him just having a sacrifices. Dream. And I feel like that part is not shown. But I believe that when you do get there, because you will eventually get there, if you mm. do it's inevitable. Through, yeah. It's it's just about if you're consistent, yeah, it's but, inevitable. Because you like you said, and the one thing I've really took on the board yeah, was that you said um for me, you said uh that cons- you made so much mistakes. And I could relate to that because I made so many mistakes to the point where I started to learn what mm. to not do. Like, you know, all the mistakes that you keep... And I, I, I got out of this mindset of blaming people because blaming people never brings progress. It only Nothing. brings self-hate to yourself. Like, oh, I'm waste. Uh, I always flop. People may, maybe it's just not for me. Maybe I'm not... But it's not that. It's just that you've made all these mistakes to show you the path of what you can do and what you should be doing. So every time you, you, you make that mistake and you fall off, like... I would fall off and I'd be like, I'm going to get back on my feet yeah, straight yeah. away. So I think that just happens to me naturally because someone's starting to happen and they'd be like, oh, you can't do this. I'd be like, All right, cool, no problem. I'll find another route. I, I'm not even focused on the problem. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, but you need to worry about this. I'm like, no, 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 no. I need to, I need to get my mind right to the, to the point where I can retrain my brain to get back into I'm going to succeed. But do you think for um, a lot of entrepreneurs out there, um, they don't have any guy Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. ...guidance of how to be entrepreneurs. Like, there's not enough courses and stuff for people that come from where we come from or people from inner city backgrounds what do you think of that the, the funny thing is a lot of people don't want to be honest about the mistakes they made because they don't want to share their vulnerabilities but i, I wanted to ask you a question because you said you made a lot of mistakes are you aware of the characteristic that you have that makes you not sit down in the street because as i walk around londonium i'll see people in doorways with caps between their legs I was in um, Edgware Road today and I seen people with signs saying I'm very hungry next to them. So do you actually understand the characteristic that you have that won't allow you to sit down? That's the first thing I want to ask. No, I don't. I just know that I'm just, I just, I refuse to fail. I know what it is. What is it? You see, you, you think it's a characteristic that can be learned. It's not. There's only one unquantifiable that we have. Do you know where it lives? spirit it's not in the mind okay. you see you, you can say the mind here the mind is nothing if if i was playing a radio in this room can you smash open the radio and see a band playing music no no so take for granted you have an internal monologue yeah that you converse with all day every day fine that comes from somewhere right mm. now how we understand things to be cloud-based now that's why i said I have a relationship with my soul through my silver cord. I run track all day. A man who didn't understand running track all day with his higher self might think he was schizophrenic. He might be told he's schizophrenic. He might be medicated for it in what they call a liquid kosh until he doesn't know his ass from his toenail. Remember what I said about rites of passage? Mm. Imagine you went for a rites of passage and you understood that your spirit is a the core component of who you are. Mm. Take religion out of the equation. 
because your soul is a universal phenomenon. Now, when you hear in that voice, you know that that is the voice to be trusted. You have ancestors who run through your veins, who communicate with you all day. If you can make yourself quiet enough and humble enough, when I get in the shower, I hear my people like um, we're in a board meeting. Any problem I have is solved because they want you to win. And you see, winning, winning ain't got to be pretty. So if I wasn't here in my suit and I was on my face and one of my brothers called me, I'm going to go and do painting and decorating with him. I'm going to go and carry um, towels and pieces of floor upstairs. If I see you had rubbish over there, and I said, well, and I see women struggling with it or men, I said, let me ask you a question because this looks like hard work. How much would you pay me to get rid of that? Because I have the capacity to do it. I'm going to create a role for myself. Take pride out of the equation. Because you see what you were saying about these false prophets with business. It's shiny. And they're getting broke hand over fist buying clothes on credit to come on social media. You might see me in a suit. I did not go into any shop. I bought them from the wholesaler. My customers paid for every single piece of clothing you've seen me wear in the last six years. I did not buy any of it. My customers paid for mine. If I have 200 suits, it's because they paid for it. So when I said I was obligated to go out to work for them, you understand? But I'm nobody's leader because nobody pays me again. So now I just convey my intellectual capital. However, entrepreneurs are supported by a huge amount of information on the internet. Can't say there's no book. There's a million books written. You've got to feel it. You've got to know. If you know yourself, you know what's for you. And if you don't know yourself, it's because you haven't spent enough time by yourself. So you see that track? We spoke before we started about the Yiddish argument. Now, Jay-Z said the same thing as Kanye West. But Hove Like Me said it with a better articulation. Now, Kanye West said it was a choice to be a slave for 400 years. Jay-Z just said it cute. Until you're by yourself, you can't be me. Until you're by yourself, you can't be free. How are we still going to be slaves in 2016? Same shit, right? Mm. Different communication. You see, one was a communication and one was just talking. Now, if you talk because you have lips, you ain't going to get the outcome you're looking for. Hov knows that. I know that. You know that. So if you think you're just going to come and speak because you got celebrity and influence, yeah, you yeah, and you could lose a billion a day. Or you could go super cardi and get 750 in a day. Mm. Just appetites. <laughs> Do it. Smashed it. <laughs> You understand? Yeah, that was a, that was a busy one. But I generally, um, I think that again, like I said, um, entrepreneurship and pumping money into the community is the only way that we're gonna actually find um, solutions to the problems that we have. We've been marching for years. We've been doing all this stuff for years. The civil rights. We've been doing all this stuff for years, and it hasn't done anything. Civil rights was the wrong approach from the start, and I'll tell you why. How do you fight to get into somebody's system that who is oppressing you? It, that, 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 I've been, I've, 
that statement we just said, I've been saying that, but people, I'm saying, how can you change a system? Because they're emotionally off. attached. So look, if if you give me this cup here, yeah, and the only way I'm used to drinking juice is out of a cup. Mm. Now, now I'm doing five years, I'm in Pentonville, and I've got a roll of um, foil in my room. Routage, you never did know I was a sculptor. That I could make a cup out of tin foil. I have never been to Pentonville. I would never find myself. Um, I know when to be quiet. But what I'm saying is, invention comes out. In, that innovation, yeah, comes out a necessity. So if a man is in a thing and there's no cups, and you and a man made a hooch, he's gonna make a cup out of the tin foil, right? Because mm. he needed to. But because we believe we have too many options. We never actually believed that we needed to create the institutions that we do require. Mm. So because the Yiddishers went through what they went through, they know, but they didn't go through something we went through, which was cattle slavery. Because our minds were co-opted by the people who did it. Now, I don't want to hear one more word when we talk about reparations. Well, the Jews did it. They received full repertory justice to this day. Do not compare us. We have not received one pound note of repertory justice, economic, material reparations. We have not received any land reparations. We have not received any intention of reparations. Don't compare us. Don't talk about the Nazis being bad people because Germany has paid full repertory justice to Jewish people. England can't say nothing. Uncle Sam can't say nothing. Shut your mouth. Because you're still killing us to this day. You're still in our homelands based on how you underdeveloped our nations. You created through the Balfour Agreement an artificial state called Israel, which is only 80 years old. You gave and created a race called Jewish people for the purposes of delivering repertory justice, because you can't deliver it to a name or a crayon colour, you can only deliver it to a nation. So you had to create it in order to pay it. But understand what they had already. They had the Bank of England, and Britain required it to go to war. You see, the best loan you can get as an individual is a mortgage, right? Mm. the best loan a bank can give to a country is a war. Otherwise, there will be no need for a proxy war utilizing the Ukraine for the US. So understand something. When they say they're sending 43 billion to my man, they're not sending 43 billion to my man. Let me show you how it works. I send 43 billion to my brethren in the arms firm. He runs back 10 billion to me. My man gets his money and we're all calling the gang. What, did they say they're, they're giving 43 billion to Ukraine? No, 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 no. That's old news. Yeah. Keep up. This has happened a couple of times now. Yeah. So why do you think the only president in the room thinks he can turn up in a green Asda jumper sweatshirt <laughs> when everyone else is there in a suit? Because he's balling out of control. He's got his begging bowl out, asking everybody, running around like he's in military fatigues. Hey, listen, I could put on a, Asda, a, a green sweatshirt from Asda and go in a room full of people with suits with my begging bowl because it facilitates the bank robbery of taxpayers' money to run to your brethren in the arms firm, 
runs back P to you, who runs P to the comedian, because he was only a stand-up this, comedian. This, this sounds like some gangster. This sounds like some gangster. This sounds like some gangster thing, bro. Now this I want to run. I want to run your mind back because I made a point to you earlier. This doesn't sound no different to the nah, roads. No, so now let me tell you because I said it was the roads. I told you something earlier because you said to me it's about laws, and I said no, nah, it's about force. And you said no, nah, it's about laws, and I said no, it's about force. You heard me say that, Tim, right? Yeah, right. So I said it's. I said it's about force. It ain't about laws. So now let me tell you what it is. Yeah. Now, if it's illegal to invade the Ukraine, why wasn't it illegal to invade Iraq? <laughs> so now, we're now speaking about the same case. Now, let me tell you the difference between Iraq and the Ukraine. So, Iraq had oil. There's somebody in the way of that, a protector, who was a CIA asset when you needed him against Iran. No problem. You can use what he did for you against him now. You always present the black man, Colin Powell, shaking Tarkin powder in a test tube. He showed sketches. We think this is what they look like. And they said, now nah, forget the UN inspection. We're going to war. So the UN inspectors had to get out and they went. Because they said, this bank robbery is going down in Chinatown too. Day. <laughs> now, every day we're seeing stories about how the Ukrainians are being killed, right? As civilians. Mm. Let me run your mind back to when the Iraq war started. They started it with a fireworks show called Shock and Awe, where they dropped $1 billion worth of bombs on Iraqi civilians. And the news reporter was like, whoa, and you saw the fireworks. Me and my brother were watching it. We didn't understand how many people died as a byproduct of that um, fireworks night, a billion dollars worth of bombs to create shock and awe, to let the world know, which was only a warning for my man in North Korea to say, slow down, Tinkerbell. We are capacity too, you know. That weren't for um, Saddam Hussein. That was for North Korea. Stay cool. Iran, stay cool. But we know you might have something they bought you, so we don't want to go with you. But be cool, because it can go down in Chinatown. So now, when we look at the criminals that inserted all of their companies on cost-plus contracts that taxpayers paid for, it paid arms and munitions firms. It paid firms like Halliburton. No tender contract. So when you get a contract for a billion dollars and there was no tender, that means that somebody got paid their commission for getting you that contract. And that was merely to create the bank robbery from the taxpayer to my corporation. Now, if I was, uh, if I was in the cabinet and I owned 8 million in shares, what do you think is going to happen to those shares after we go to war and the contract's awarded? It's going to go up. Conflict of interest, but it happened. All of this happened in real life. So Wait a second. What? Because what? I'm understanding all this stuff. That sounds like a lot of... Criminal behaviour. Absolutely, it's criminal behaviour. Me and you would be in prison. So now why can't anything happen? Because the US military, you have the military capacity to protect it. There's a term that they use for the banks. Too big to fail. Now, if you convict a US president, you convict the United States of America. That, my friend, is not going to happen. A whole heap of people are going to dead behind that so when, in 1986, Ronald Reagan was utilising the CIA 
to bring cocaine from Colombia to be sold in LA by guys like Freeway Ricky Ross. There was a journalist who made the story about the coke that Freeway Ricky Ross sold. And he tracked it back to President Reagan and the CIA operatives who brought it in. That man committed suicide by shooting himself twice in the back of the head in a hotel after he was separated from his wife, a year after he released the story. Capacity, interests that are too big to fail. What will we kill for? What will we fund no matter what it takes? Very important questions. Well, let's not compare ourselves with anybody, right? That's wild. You know, I, I never knew half of that, if I'm, if I'm being honest with you. Um, yeah, I didn't know half of that. Um, Life is stranger than fiction. But if we're going down that route and we're saying that this is what they're doing, why don't we take, I'm not going to say do the same thing because it's morally not right, but we can take the model of what they've tried to do. Can we, when we say morally not right, you see, what you're doing now is by design of your indoctrination as opposed to an education, you're regulating yourself and saying, they go, they go low, I go high. Here's my thing. Nationhood just looks like a nation protecting itself against adversaries, irrespective of anything. So if you protect your airspace with surface-to-air missiles, why wouldn't everybody do that? Why couldn't you just come and land in my country anytime you feel like it? Why can you land in Haiti and send special forces and execute my president? And it's not on every single news. And that was only last year. Shot in his bed next to his wife. And then you send in the troops to come and control the resources on the ground. This is real life. It's all people have to do is Google's your friend. What? Wait, wait, what? What did they do in Haiti? And they got away with that. Scott free. So so who's who's in the frame for it? When uh, you, you had captured... Special forces, soldiers. What do you think is the point in training a man as a Green Beret or a Navy SEAL? It's not to protect America. It's for wet work. You know what wet work is? Dirty stuff. It's where you go cancel somebody's contract. So when they bought... I'm trying to remember his name. This is the week before 9-11. There was a three trillion deficit in the budget, which we know went on black bag ops, dirty ops. And they asked Donald Rumsfeld, where is that three trillion? I'm not sure. I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Well, any, was anybody asking questions after 9-11? Not really, no. Not really, no. They just they took it, yeah, it was this person, that was it, done. They, they created a bo- boogeyman. But then, but then, but then the, 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 it was largely Saudis who funded it and were involved. And they flew the Saudi f- families out back to Saudi Arabia from America. So it's never about what we're trained to look at through our indoctrination. But world affairs become boring when we have so many problems and challenges. But you see, the key is to be aware of the macro so you know how to work in the micro. When you understand what the game is, because it is a game, 100%, but it's not child's play. So there's not really much scope for messing up. So you've got to learn really quickly and you can do that vicariously from other people by studying history because there's a science to the repetition of patterns and that's all you're seeing now. 
So all we saw with the colonial virus was a huge social experiment, which was about people's capacity to capitulate their freedoms willingly. And they did. So that means that you can convince enough of the population to actually capitulate their freedom and they will do it willingly. They will take whatever you give them to stay safe. And then the people that are objectionable, you give them a title, you make a boogeyman out of them. But at some point, if your story isn't congruent mm -hmm. with what's actually happening in the world, meaning that a universal fact is open to 360 degrees of scrutiny, mm -hmm. even locking it off on social media, no, go help you. Because now we all know, right? Mm -hmm. And in a year's time, we're really going to know the effects of that social experiment where an experimental drug manufacturer made 50 billion in a quarter Because the government mandated it. Remember the thing about kickbacks with arms firms? Mm -hmm. Drugs are exactly the same, baby. Same game. I kind of understood that um, anyway because um, I looked at it like this. Um, I don't know about anyone else, but I looked at the the share uh, the market. Oh, the market shares, and there was a company that just popped out of nowhere. Um, I'm not going to say their name because I don't want to get sniped. But they came out of nowhere, and for some reason, they was at the top of the shares. And everything they were sharing was increasing in value to the point where buying a share for them was 15 grand for one share. 15 grand. They came out of nowhere. Now, it's very rare for any company to come on the shares market and take over and then disappear again. It's, it's literally... Unheard of. It's, um, if you don't understand the shares market, you won't understand that. You can't just come out of nowhere. You have to build um, trust and reliability. You can't just come out of nowhere and you're at 50. I couldn't just start something, pull it on the shares market and it's, I'm, I'm getting so, so let me, so one share. So let me ask you a question. people that have been on the market like McDonald's, KFC, so let me ask you Microsoft, a question. Apple, and they've been there for years. Yeah. So we trust that. If I put this six grand in, I'm going to get some money back for it. But so watch the ride. So watch the ride. Let's say you were a chancellor of the exchequer and you had your own hedge fund in the blind trust. And you could invest in any company. And then you could call your brothers to give contracts, governmental contracts to those companies to just skyrocket. It's conflict of interest, right? But if the trust is blind and can't be investigated, so the minute you start to understand sovereign law, I own nothing, corporations do. I'm merely a, a trustee within the corporation that controls all the money from that. You start to understand how the world actually works. So now, rather than us going down all of these roads that they do, because we've examined the macro, let's bring it back to the micro. Now, if sovereign law is a thing, what precludes you from getting involved in sovereign law and utilising it for your own family? Knowing. Knowing. So now you know. So now you set up a family trust and everything is done through that vehicle. And that vehicle owns a corporation that owns your home, owns your car, does every single thing that you do in life. You don't pay any taxes. You don't have any commitments to anything. And now you're living life. You don't pay any inheritance tax. Mm -hmm. You understand? That's the game. That's how you maintain the wealth and retain the wealth. Because it's just the game. Now, you asked the question about are there any formal trainings? No. Why are you indoctrinated instead of educated? Because there is an establishment 
that governs this domain who want to retain the wealth they have and they will. Why? Because you are trained to regulate yourself. So even if you have your wildest thought, you won't do it because you just said it to me. They go, they go low, we go high. No, we're on the same level because there ain't no going low. If you slap me, I'm going to punch you. Straight. I ain't getting high. Mm. You slap me, I'm going to punch you because it makes sense. Because I don't think you get tired of slapping me. Yeah. I think, in fact, you'd be encouraged by my capitulation. Mm. So now, cut this thing out. We go low, we go high. Mm. It's for imbeciles. That's indoctrination. Education is to say, I got to grow my security at the same rate as my influence and capital, or I'm food and they're going to rob me. It's true. And that is a collective experience. So now, if you had a structural trust to be able to collect community wealth. So look at the building we're in. Imagine we had a trust like that and we can just now, I'm going to buy that building, turn it into a school. I'm going to buy that building. I'm going to turn it into a community centre. I'm going to buy that building. I'm going to turn it into some form of banking facility. Now, before you know it, if all three, if all three of those buildings are in a borough, Forget about the bookie shop. Forget about anything else nefarious in the borough. Those three underpin economically our community. Because you go to the community centre for our cultural celebrations. We have our own banking facility, so you could lock off whatever. It doesn't matter. We've got our own. And then we have a school to train our children how to think with their right mind instead of to capitulate to your system, to maintain your status quo. So then... Who does it really matter who we vote for? So then you understand partisan politics is for children because it don't matter. Now they're going to come and talk to your leadership because your community know what you're about. You're just about African and African Caribbean interests. Look, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. What are you doing for me? What's good? Mm. Nothing? Cool, man. Mm. We're going to put up our own independent candidate. We're going to vote for them. Nothing's good? Crack on. Good luck, yeah. You know the demo, you know the the makeup, the ethnic makeup of this borough. You use the term ethnic minority, but not all boroughs are. That's why I mention them: Croydon, Lewisham, Lambeth, Southwark, Hackney, Harringay, Enfield, Brent. Utilize your power by organizing your people. First of all, what stops me, as an independent organization conducting research, from taking an ethnic census? in this borough of African and African Caribbean people, knowing how many there are, and then creating vehicles to entice them into community centres, to speak to them directly, introduce them to councillors, and saying, if you vote this way, this is what we're going to get out of this borough, because we control the budgets. That's not to say that you take anything away from anyone else, but we actually get to share within that. Mm. Equity. Equity isn't given. Equality is given, and it can be taken away. Facts. But equity is yours because you can compete if you can't compete you don't have equity if you don't control it you don't have equity if you're not your own bank you don't have equity you have equality yeah darkies was last year so all that blm stuff it's whack that's last year that's wild because um i was thinking about um now you've got me thinking that we need to start building wealth into the community. Like you said, you said partners are gone. 
And I remember how important partners were for my parents, especially for my mother, um, trying to get things for the house. Mm. And she never had that one check where she could just splash it out on one item. But she wanted us to live comfortably. She yeah, wanted yeah. us to have the things that we're meant to have yeah, in yeah. life. And it wasn't even for things like luxury items. It's for like items in your house that you need, like a nice sofa. And you know, you, you think, why is my mom buying such expensive sofa? But she wants us to feel like... To last. Yeah. To, number one to last and for us to feel comfortable and to know you're somebody yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and like the kids come rival could jump on it like an uncomfortable sofa something that you don't really like sitting on so i didn't realize that she was using the partner and I'd, be mm. like, I'd have to follow her hair to give this to this woman or, mm-hmm. and i'd think why every week we have to do this man but then now i understand when you take them stuff away from you you've taken away a trust that we had inside of our community mm. forget the money side of it i'm talking about the trust side the of it. relationship yeah that you trust that I'm giving this money. So in other sense, that's similar to a bank, no? That we're getting all of our money that we're so working bank. from other people and we're putting it in a place and it's like a loan that we get every few months. I know people that are still in partners to, the, to this mm-hmm. day, um, but I feel like it's something that's taken away from our community that's not promoted because um, it's like we've lost that kind of trust. And I say trust, the word trust is it's important. they've made us feel like we can't trust each other. And that was a key factor in trying to get that. But if we could establish things like that again, then that's how we could start investing in the entrepreneurs into the community for them to start making money so we can bring wealth back to the community and start doing things. One thing I've learned about, and I'm not, this is not just about African black people because there's some African communities that only support themselves. I'll give an example of it, yeah? You see a Somali person pull up in your area, yeah? yeah? One shot. Am I lying? One shot. Yeah. How many shops do they have by the next two years? That shop... Just like any any ethnicity that understand mm-hmm. that one brings eight will always be growth. You all work in here, you learn how to take money. Because first of all, what isn't understood is what that shop actually is. Because you just looking, if you don't go inside and you don't have a relationship, you don't understand that. That shop you're looking at there, that looks like an internet cafe, that looks like um, a coffee shop, is actually also a money transfer, sending money back home, which is necessity. So everybody's coming with their wages to send money back home every day. Now, it's a central meeting space for all of those people. It's somewhere for men to run away from their wives for 10 <laughs> hours a day. Real talk. It's all of these different things to one set of people. Now, from the, uh, to the naked eye, the untrained eye, which mm. looked like a coffee shop or an internet cafe, right? There's a whole heap going on there. Now, one gives birth to two, two gives birth to four, four gives birth to eight. And, and you know, I, saw, I actually saw that today. So I, I prayed Juma today and I saw all the Somali brothers. This is Somali run mosque. Mm-hmm. They were all donating, all of them. Yeah. Tap, tap, tap. And you know what? For the first time in my mind, I actually understand the economical side of it. I've never looked at it like this. I just thought, yeah, he's giving charity. But now I thought, they're pumped. This place will never close because these guys will never let it close. So they understand the importance of this place being a community hub as well as a mosque for those people. So you can never take this from me because no matter what, these guys are going to keep donating five, 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 ten, 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 ten. They probably made like three grand in one in just one sitting just from the people in their community. So that wealth goes back into the community. They still have a space. Then they have the shop at the back. Then they all go to to buy their food. Then they bought another shop. Now they got a, another um, meat shop. Bro, they've just, they've taken over Brixton Hill. Brixton Hill is not the same. But you can't get mad at them because they're keeping the money inside of their communities. And we I need to start. I don't get mad at anybody, brother. That's called confusion. 
diffused admiration. You know what a scientist does. Where is the science? As a reverse engineer, let me go to the beginning and work my way back out to the outcome. Because mm. anything else is effeminate, is emotional. As men now, mm. we're talking. It's not an insult to women to say there's too much feminine energy for a man to have. So you said something very important because you were talking about types. If you think about a shotter actually burying money, I had this conversation with somebody the other day. I said, ooh, that's it. Me and my boy were actually watching Breaking, Breaking Bad and we finished five seasons the other day. My son's 16. So now he's old enough that we watch these things together and we have fun with it. So we're watching Breaking Bad and the guy buried 80 million US dollars. And I said, yeah. I said, do you know the spiritual energy of burying money? Because money is currency, which means that it's supposed to be in circulation. That is a spiritual thing, like a river is a current mm. that runs. It don't stop ever. Stays in circulation, a current. And a currency stays in circulation. That's why you heard so many stories about people burying their thing and it goes bad. It's a spiritual phenomenon. I, I know I believe what you said because I remember never someone dropped game on me once. They said, oh, there you go. Let's take the names out of yeah, it, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone dropped game on me once. Yeah, they said to me, trust me, bro. He said, your money is never yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, yeah. talking about. He said, it's never. you're going to pay someone to do something and that yeah. money is to their family and then they're going to spend it on something and it goes, so it keeps going. The yeah, 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 yeah. It never stops. And yeah. I was like, I never really looked at it like that. So money, what you just said yeah. is 100% true. So we all pay each other through some way or another. But we take money from each other. But you made an important point about the tithes. Mm. That is a direct spiritual, intentional relationship with the current. Mm. Now, if you take that out of the equation, see, people who give tithes mm. will never be poor. They might be momentarily broke, mm. but they'll never be poor because the spiritual, intentional spiritual energy behind tithes Giving for good causes. Always comes back. Always comes back. Tenfold. It's a universal law. So the one thing that people don't realize when they speak about the Yiddish community, and we might have confused admiration. Um, Ye certainly demonstrated it when he said, I'm jealous. Mm. But do you tithe like those you want the results of? No, you don't. No, you don't. You tithing for toys. That's not tithes. You flossing. But you're too wealthy. You can say that hot shit about tucking in your chain. But that ain't it. Because you're still playing games. Do you tithe based on your wealth? No. Because you're still chasing European women around the world. Still playing children's games. You can only get the universal benefits when you practice the universal laws. That's why they're called universal. Mm. It's not optional. The soul, the creator, the higher consciousness, births souls. That higher consciousness had the infinite wisdom to create all the universal laws on this plane to govern man. Yah, Allah, Jehovah, does not need to get involved with the ant farm of the individuals because the universal laws created will decide our outcomes. 
based on how we engage with our free will. So when you see a man lose a billion in a day, same as you burying money. Because what were you doing? Yes, you have your church, which is for you and the optics, but the systems you're capable of creating, were you a true visionary leader? Because it's easy to say leader. There's no such thing as a black leader. Because you never lead yourself. Trust you're me. still reliant. Still, trust you're me. not a hundred percent your own bank. Now, anyone that is, like Dr. Malachi York, I make no aspersions on his case, they will come for. This is not a fore foregone conclusion that they will get you. So we've got to stop capitulating. Are oh, they gonna come for you if you say that? Spiritually, you must protect yourself based on your intention. Do you know you ain't getting me. You know what's funny? Anyone who doesn't know who Malachi York is and what he's done, um, I believe they're not wise because that guy created books of history of things that was lost. I never forget the book that I read from him and I'm not taking away if he's done what he's done or he mm -hmm. hasn't. I'm, I, don't, I don't know the case. I just know that this man wrote a book that educated me in a way that um, to this day I still talk about. Mm -hmm. and one of the things that he taught me was um, it was about the pig, the origin of the pig, mm. where the pig comes from. Mm -hmm. The pig is made from the dog, the cat, and the rat. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what's this guy talking about? He gave some crazy references, not crazy references, he gave some biblical, logical, everything references. in Science. The and I was like, this guy knows too much. Mm -hmm. And when you know some things that they don't want you to know, they have to rub you out. And but he employed it, and he employed it in this way, because I have brothers who were there. Now, when you come onto the camp, you were trading your dollars for the Tamaray dollars. So now you're spending their currency on the hundreds of acres of land that they had, where they built the pyramid, which is a spiritual power and attractor again. So he knew how the universe is governed. And also in terms of trade, create it, create it and sell it. But what do, do you, we need? Do you believe me that they got him through the worst way possible though? It, Absolutely. If you want a character assassinate someone and you don't want black people around it to give you no defense. Hit him with the charges. Hit, hit him, him with the charges. Hit him with. There was, if I'm honest, there was no coming back. There's no coming back from that. And, and it's, it's sad because the books that he wrote. Yeah. And I'll never take away from a man's genius because they don't do that with other people. No. They, they always give them their credit on their merit for their genius. But Even the reason they, they will character assassinate us if, is so that you leave the science. Yeah so, yeah, so they character assassinated him on a level beyond repair. To the point 110%. where... 110%. We don't even want to defend him. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> we, we can't. Can't touch you. Yeah. So there had to be... You see with me, I always think of things like this. What did he have that was so important that they wanted to take? Now, I knew about the pyramids. A lot of people didn't know about them pyramids. That what he done, he actually, no one could have done that, what, he, what he's actually achieved. The books that he's wrote, the books that, I'm talking about, I think he's wrote the most books in history. Mm. I, I didn't even know that until I started to go into it. Man saying he's got this book, that book. He had a system for life. So, what is it well, about his message that they wanted to take out? And then, if you deep it, you, if you look deeper into it, you understand a little bit deep. But yeah, they, they assassinated his character in a way that every single black person on the planet would be like, I'm burning his books. Can't touch him. 
leave him. So now let's bring it to a contemporary case. And it's not to make the comparison of the man, but it's to give you a contemporary case to understand the tactic. Because remember I said, you just look historically at what's been done mm. and then you look at patterns. Because mm. we're all talking about tape right now, right? You say, so what do I have to do to dopey this man's energy and attraction to him as a charismatic man that's drawing so many young men towards him? Well, I just got to put that charge on you, right? And whether you're convicted or not, headlines go much further. And if there's smoke, there's fire. So that's it. You're at the game now. And although you'll have to return all of those vehicles that you took, although he won't be convicted of anything, you're at the game to the masses. Because we don't want mass adoption. Yeah, you have your liquor tribe, but we can't have Google shutting down with your name. So all we got to do is go to that prosecutor right. who's got ruthless ambition, who wants to be something bigger, say, we're going to give you tape. You're going to be president one day. Mm. Woo! That's an irresistible proposition. Let's get him. That's it. Now we play out the optics. The people see the optics. We don't even need to investigate. I knew it. Is it? And then what do you do? Because you're in jail and you don't have access to anything. He's not only a trafficker of women. Sorry, got rape on that as well. Yeah, he's a trafficker and there could be a rape. Well done. It could be. Oh, okay. So now you're at the game, right? So now you're no longer the dangerous man that Jordan Peterson is talking about. Now your hair's growing out. Now your fade's growing out. Now you're in the boo with your brother, your closest. Got no access to anything. Now we ain't listening anymore, right? Not your tribe, your true fans, but the masses that you had access to to create more dangerous men critically thinking men that's the game look if you go to the world economic forum where all the billionaires cavort and conspire so you have on the left and the right labor conservative democrat republican they're just arms the consciousness klaus schwab now this is how you create a totalitarian state for your people central banking digital currency currency can lock off that means they can't buy food, they can't receive money, they can't spend money, they can't do anything. They're going to fall in line. 100%. You can do that with a population. Oh, I'm adopting it. So Keir Starmer's telling you everything he's going to do. He can do exactly what conservatives are going to do. And he's already said out loud too many times that he's of the mind that government is a vehicle of the past and the World Economic Forum have the right idea. So if we're not looking and actually understanding by listening, because one thing you've got to understand about sovereignty is there's a term called clean hands so in law when you give a deposition you must give your statements and all your evidence disclosure they are making all their disclosure but who's really got time to sit down and listen to all those videos and all those me it's all in the public domain are you watching it i watch it they tell you everything they're gonna do they don't feel any way they have the consultant corporations come down and they tell you exactly what they're gonna do and then if you will go and repeat that without sharing the evidence, oh, you're conspiracy theorists. Now, we're so desensitized to this stuff. We'll watch the video. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then when it goes down, you'd be surprised why one man's intention could press pause on planet Earth for two years. If I told you that in 2018, a man could press pause on planet Earth, would you ever believe that was credible? 
It sounds fantastical, like a sci-fi movie. But I remember sitting in my yard thinking a man and a woman aren't supposed to be in the yard for so long together. Mm. You understand? 100%. There's worse to come. Much, much worse. So do you think history repeats itself a lot? History is only patterns because nature is only patterns. If, if, if an oak grows, drops a sapling, sorry, drops the oak seed, and then that grows into a sapling and germinates back into a tree, it's because it was already an oak that's in the DNA before it fell. So I was always going to be six foot two and look like I look and have my structure. When I was born, it was told because it was in my DNA. Nature is only repetition. So if you want to know the nature of people, understand that your feelings about it's going to get better don't add up to a hill of beans. Mm. It's only going to be more of what it was because it's the nature of their DNA and repetition. Mm. It's going to be more. Mm. Okay? I, just another question before we close. Um, I wanted to go into dress and um, how we dress. Um, do you think that the way you dress is important for us as people. I'm going to be honest. Um, I like suits. Mm. You get black men, if you wear a suit, it'll change your life and when you're, you, you, they won't be criminalised. <laughs> I'm going to say this. That's what I thought at 20 years old. Mm. But you see, at this stage of my life, mm. I understand is when your spirit evolves and you become innately aware of who you are the resonance of your spirit in the world and your capacity to influence however if part of your journey is changing how you dress to get you to that space cool it's a tool but in hindsight it is a superficial component now saying that people are also visually convinced by certain things so if we went to the science of the colonial virus when you put a man on the tv in a white coat and say he's a doctor mm. well now i'm listening to the science because just saying science is now science he's got a white coat and he's a doctor right mm. no matter if 50 doctors you're saying the polar extreme of what you're saying so we facts, know facts. there are visual things that can sway people and a suit is one of them it's one of those armors when you come in a space He's not going to mug me, is he? Even if white women still clutch their bags as they walk past you and you're wearing a 400-pound suit, no matter. Mm. But they know. They're just doing that because that's in their DNA and that now got change. Because mm. um, I was having this conversation with someone um, of recent um, and I was in a suit and I was getting into spaces and people was talking to me that I would, I would have never dreamed of speaking to me. They were literally speaking to me. And I was like, I know on a normal day, if you see me in a track heat and a hoodie... But you also felt different about you, and that's my point. Yeah. That, that, so if it's a true. tool that gets you there... Yeah, because that made Use me, it. Yeah, that made me feel more confident in myself to know that I can step in your arena and I can mm. talk better than all of you and I can get exactly what you lot have. And I'm glad you know. I could get anything you lot have and more. Cause I'm glad you guys, know. They're in suits, but they're actually dummies. You open their brain up. They, they're not the suit is perpetrating a fraud for someone who's not even there. Yes. They they do not they, they only made it look good, but they don't have a. He's you a Donny. Look at these guys. You're like, brother. I swear I could employ someone. There's from the nobody ends. there. I could employ someone in the ends that could do talk better than what you just said to me, bro. Like, what are you even talking about? But they look. They the look. Part. They look the part. And because we would never attribute question it. Yeah, we because you won't question it because there's a certain authority that comes with it. 
Yes, and I perceived. Think, and I think that comes down to something called the inferior complex. Absolutely. So 100%. the inferior complex is that we see some of these people in certain positions and we think, oh, I could never get there. Or how would I get there? When these people was able to get there, how could you not get there? You'd probably get higher, bro. If you use just 4% of your brain mo- as much as he did, you probably get there. Just learn what he knows in little things. And, and you may not did. even know that he's only there via societies and certain cliques that put him in the room because he can facilitate things leaving that room. Not based on his acumen and his intellect. Thank you. But we, as people, I believe a lot of us have... Inferiority complex. Yes, w- to the point But we've we been trained to have that. Because if you go to school, mm. and I tell you, you're holding your schooling career, you're an ethnic minority. Not by calling you it. I just got to say it in assembly. Uh, ethnic minorities, and, and you hear it enough times, that's now malware that's in your operating system that makes you work and act in a different way. You Facts. understand? Facts. And that's why I said... Um, I, ch- I went back into history again mm. and I was, I was just watching a movie called Temptations, yeah? Mm. And don't ask me where I got this film from. My, bro- my brother busted me one tune. I was like, bro, who did Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. there's a movie called Temptations. Yeah, Watch yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So I went back to Temptations and everybody was in suits. Yeah, yeah. And I said, this was the era that black people evolved the most in everything. Mm, the way 60s. we spoke, the way yeah. we moved, the, our attitudes. Economically. Our, everything. And I was thinking, the movements. Was it the suits that gave us the confidence to start to believe that we could do anything? Or was it that like I started to look at everything as a holistic, not just the music was pure, meaning that man wasn't yeah. talking about killing him. I was like, I, I love you so much, girl. I want to be like, it's always about love. Like I'm begging for your yeah. love. And I was thinking, bro, like these guys actually love their women and their yeah. women love them, even though they went through stuff with each other. And as on top of that, the way they dressed, the they was able to get into audiences of white people and be accepted visually. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Visually be accepted. So I started to understand um, that everything is not what it looks like. 100%. And that's when I started to understand that we need to start, um, if I'm honest, we need to start training ourselves to dress how we want to be addressed if we want to be in circles of being addressed. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example. Like I was working in Liverpool Street and um, all these bankers, all these weird old guys. And I thought these guys like, they was like, oh, I work for this bank, work for that bank. Yep. And as I started to speak to them, I started to realise that a lot of them, they didn't have a clue what they was talking mm-hmm. about. But the problem was that if you don't have knowledge of something, you're going to think that people know more than you. Mm-hmm. That's that's the inferior complex kicking in again. So I thought, oh, these guys know what they're talking about, they know what they're doing, blah, blah. If I'm being honest with you, bro, a lot of them didn't have a clue what they was talking about. But they made it look like they knew what they were talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. So I understood two things on that day. I said, if we as people can dress a certain way we can get in certain rooms if we acquired a certain knowledge just two percent of what they have we're way more articulate and we're way more powerful but why do we want to get into their rooms why don't we create our own i'm glad you came full circle so now as a reverse engineer i said something to you about an hour ago revolut it's not a bank therefore no banking license Yes, you have to be a member of the regulatory body working in finances. However, all it requires is the capitalization, which means you've got to raise the money. So the first thing you do is you bring in all of the professionals from that industry, you create your own vehicle, and then you capitalize it by bringing in your people. You understand? That's all they ever did. There's nothing more, nothing less. It's no more complicated than that. So once you understand what needs to be done, 
identify the people that have the skills you don't. If you are the person who sees the vision, that means you're the fisherman who has to go out and recognize other fishermen. Mm. And that means you've got to advance yourself enough how to address, forget them, to address us in a room to convince us that this proposition is more profitable than their proposition. You understand? That's it. And it sounds simple. It's the process that's complex, but it's not actually in doing it. That's not complex. It's the process. Because you're going to jump through all the catch-22s and hurdles that they design, so you don't do it. Because they don't make it attractive. No, no way. But it can be done because it's been... Done before. Done before. So if you see somebody can create a Monzo, mm. you can do it. If you see somebody created a Stalin, you can do it. Mm. If you see somebody created a Revolut, you can do it. These are all digital banking entities that have been created in the last 10 years. Okay. And they've taken over the game of... They've taken over the game of the unbanked. Do you know how many people are unbanked? Do you know how many people that look like us are unbanked? Even if you just went for the unbanked who are worth money to get their revenue, they don't even have any options of anywhere else to go. I know about 10 people right now. King, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. So sometimes you just got to approach things in a different way, like you're in a cell making a cup out of tin foil, right? So now you got your hooch cup and there's no leaks. Right, tin. Man's drinking out of foil because he never had no cups. Mad thing. Remember last summer, man, we're doing that. In a this is real because you have a different lens. So you're applying a different science now to your engineering. That's your cultural component. That's what gives you the advantage over them. They can't restrict you. But based on the inferiority complex that they planted through the malware that we got when we were indoctrinated between five and 17 it may be an insurmountable thing to overcome for many. But I did mention one component that's unquantifiable. Is I asked you one question. You asked me a lot of questions. I asked you one question. What was it about you that was able to overcome those hurdles? And you said you didn't know. And I know what it is. And I told you. It's your spirit. Now, if you recognize that component from the beginning, you would hear the defiant voice in your head and acknowledge it your whole life thereby having a different outcome by the time you're 17, you understand? Because you've got clarity about your people telling you, nah, bump that, that's waffle. Yeah, of course they want you to capitulate. Who doesn't? If I want a woman to sleep with me, of course I'm going to tell her any nonsense. Now, this is a big girl time now. This ain't about that. And she's saying, no, rude boy, I know you're going to run through me and then you're going to run through someone else. That's big girl talk. People are always talking, but do you have the capacity to hear them based on your humility? and awareness of them. I respect that still. They respect us, they want us to win. And winning don't have to be pretty. So what do you think um, of solutions um, around getting our minds to think differently? Because you know what? Um, I believe that once we can home in Mm -hmm. on the younger generation and I say younger generation because I feel like it starts from younger starts from youth because like any point of evolution mm. so let me ask you a question do you think there was any tree that a thousand years ago needed a man to put a wire 
a, a, a wire tubing around it so that it didn't blow down. No. No, right? So now, when you go to a park and they plant new trees, what do they do? They put the wire circular thing around it, right? Yeah. Are we doing that with our youths? Even though we know that now we're in an era where they can get knocked down. No, we're not, are we? Never. So it's called the public health approach in where you create a wraparound care mm. for a child. And I wrote a program called the Schools to Industry Pipeline. Go to the adpac.net website and plagiarize it and employ it yourself. Just take what's been done. I don't care. I already created something which hasn't come to fruition. Nobody's going to fund me. Nobody's going to fund an entity that's going to compete economically with them. That's going to enable your people to compete with them. You understand? You're an organization, you get money, just teeth it, plagiarize it. You understand? Create wraparound care for that child. Like that tree that is planted today in a park because mm -hmm. people are prone to kicking them, trying to climb them or do whatever, but it's not strong enough, is it? Mm -hmm. That's our children. So we send this child, like that tree that's not strong enough, to this English woman who's breaking down the child. You're bad. Ethnic minorities, black boys do this, a particular behavior. So now they have the expectation that she has for them, not knowing the value of themselves. But are we creating the wraparound care, the fencing around that tree to protect them? No, we're not. So I already said, right, it's a passage. Don't look to me to give money. Give money to Manhood Academy. Give money to MAG. Just Google them. Manhood Academy, Google them. MAG, Google them. Um... Westside Leaders Academy, Google them. Southside Leaders Academy, Google them. Origin HQ, Google them. Um, one of my brothers has a chess club. You put in Black Chess Club, you're going to find it because he gives them more than that. He gives them the, the discipline, the critical thinking. Google them, drop £2, drop £5, drop £10. But support them where you can because that spiritual tithe is going to come back to you. Because some you that may have been on a pathway to stab your child might be taken into a different pathway because it's not everything we see, you know. Mm. Sometimes you bend the universe to create things and because it's not seen, you don't know that it happens. <sighs> so now imagine this you is on a pathway where he's Max. becoming a machine and he goes into a place where through his exposure, his mind is just expanded to a place that he never had. But he was a dormant killer and he was on his way in his trajectory to get in a body. And now that's the least that he's considering. He's on a completely different pathway because we created the pathway to put the foot, the foot, the fencing around the tree because he's not strong enough by himself. You understand? So that's where we start. We start from where we are with what we have today. Forget about your fancy. I want to do this. I want to do that. Look at what we have today. Start from where we are with what we have today. That's it. Start from there. And then whatever we want to do from that, fantastic. But they had named for like five organizations. Go look for them, drop some pee on them over the weekend. They've all got a donation box, I'm sure. Yeah, that's love. Yeah, man, plug everyone with your socials, man, so they can find you, man, and what you do. Dean, D E A N O K A I S N R for senior on everything. Adpac UK on everything. Yeah, make sure you look, go follow that. Oh. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So you listened to the whole episode. I know you liked it. You must have liked it if you're here right now. Well, if you really liked it and you want this content to stay on the Spotify or the Apple iTunes or whatever you're listening to it on, then make sure you subscribe right now to my A-plus membership. Yeah? Get that right now. Bow!